Peyton, guess what? What? It is October. Is it? Actually, by the time this episode comes out, it's like the second week of October, but it is October 1st as of right now. Holy crap. Holy. I don't think there's anything holy about October 1st. It's the devil's month. (laughs) I was trying to think of something clever. Oh my gosh, I have to show you. Um, anybody who's on TikTok will probably know what I'm talking about, but there's this trend going around where some, they're at like Walmart and there's something, you know how like there's those signs that say like corny things, you know, like let's get corny. And then it has like a candy corn or something Halloween. And then the person next to them will be like, that has me dead. And then they like pan the camera over and it's like one of those full type, full size skeletons and it like falls backwards as if they just died. I've seen stuff like that before with animals. (laughs) It's like, you're not qualified. It's got a koala bear. Oh my gosh. You're like the ultimate (laughs) dad jokes too. Except I like have been coming at you with some. Yeah, it hurts. Proud moment, right? Mm -mm. You should be like. I'm threatened. She's fighting me. She's fighting me for the throne. Yes. I'm going to take over. Um, But anyway, it is October officially and I have like this energy. I'm so freaking excited. We're going to do so many fun things this month. And yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be spooky. With a pH. Speaking of spooky, mm-hmm. we just watched Hocus Pocus two yes. last night. Yes, we did. Peyton thoughts? Um, it's good. I gave it a four and a half out of five, and there's just moments in it that I don't really care for. Most of the entire teenage plot line with uh, you know, the new little witch thing. It wasn't interesting. The whole prequel wasn't interesting. Although those kids actually really acted very well. and They looked just like them. Yeah. Too. Well, the like, main one did. Well, like the movements and like the way that they, I thought that was kind of cool, but it just wasn't interesting to me. And then uh, this whole Polar Express ending where they're like, oh, I just no realized. No. Yeah. Right. Well, it's got the same ending as Polar Express. Just remember that, everyone. So some <laughs> Disney magic in it. Faux show. Anyway, tons of comedy. Uh, the witches were hilarious there's a couple funny scenes in there where they like somebody takes a picture like a selfie with them and when they like look at the picture it's got all like the fake makeup on them and stuff and i thought it was super funny because i can relate to that ken's can i oh you can kenzie's always like let's take a picture and then i'm like looking at the picture and i'm like i've got makeup on in your picture she's like yeah but it makes me it's look 2022 good. we got filters yeah. everybody has a filter not Chill. me no Chill. she's like she's like it's okay if i look good I just and if you look like a Half drag queen, go for even. it. Peyton, it will it won't even be like makeup on him. It's just like a slight filter, and he's like, I have makeup on. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, ever. Just like it's hide just, your blemishes. Just a little bit of eyeshadow and mascara <laughs> and some lipstick. It's not makeup. Oh my god! Absolutely. I loved Hocus Pocus too, and. I think that I've seen so much hate going around on this, and I think it's just because people have such high expectations, especially where this is such a cult classic, and I think people are just being too harsh with it because they're like, it reminds me of a Disney Channel original movie, and I'm like, well, Hocus Pocus was a Disney Channel original movie. I mean, I don't know if it really was it like was on Disney Channel as an original movie. I don't know if it was always intended for that, but people need to realize you have to pertain to like an adult audience but also kids like this new generation of kids like you have to kind of have those cheesy kid moments i do agree the teen bopper stuff i wasn't as into every time the witches were there i just loved it like every little thing about it our favorite part which this is not a spoiler or anything but 
the part where the mayor finally gets his caramel apple and then like all those people are coming at him dancing and he's like Oh, flash mob, and he starts like bobbing to it. We like, how many times did we rewind? I think at least three. It was too funny. That was awesome. We find like the stupidest things funny. It was just so natural. I like, I like the scene when the kid's like, What's a virgin? And he's like, Well, it's someone who has lit a candle. Which is nice because sometimes when they have kids ask questions like that, it's like over the top. Like, Okay, you're trying hard, but I felt like that flowed. Yeah, Very he like well. the the guy starts answering the question and like a mother next to the kids like shaking her head like don't answer it. <laughs> I loved it though. I thought it was so fun the whole Walgreens scene, seeing them in a modernized world. Loved it. Uh I wish we got more of that though. The Roomba. <laughs> oh yeah. Every time I was dying. But anyway, if you haven't seen Hocus Pocus 2, definitely go watch it. It was definitely worth the wait. How many years has it been? Like 29, I think. Mhm. That's crazy. Um, horror news, we have The Watcher coming out. It's a TV series. I can't remember if it's going to be on Netflix. I think it might be on Netflix. But I, I found out it's by Ryan Murphy, who does American Horror Story. So that's cool. Hmm. And the series follows a true story about this couple that moves into their dream house. And then they start receiving like letters from a stalker named The Watcher. And crazy crap happens. Oh, And definitely go check out my cousin's podcast. She has a true crime podcast, and it is Gloom and Bloom. It's not a gardening podcast, but her and her friend Christine do true crime, and it's really fun. And they did an episode on The Watcher that is just so crazy. That whole story, I'm just like, oh, I can't even imagine. So definitely go check that out. But I'm excited for this series. I think it will be really good. We don't really have a lot of horror news compared to last week where we had, like, so many... Uh, without going too deep into it, the Jeffrey Dahmer um, series is out on oh, yeah. Netflix. That's crazy. Anybody that's listening by this point's like, that's old news, Peyton. I know, but you know what? It's good, though. I might be the minority, but I don't think, like, it's good. It's really good, but I don't think it's as good as people are making it seem. Like, it's very it's overhyped. overhyped. Yeah. Like, it's really good, but I don't think it's, like, better than a lot of the other documentaries documenter how do you say that word this is this is how i see it if you get on whatever news source you get on on the internet google yahoo msn whatever and you read a title that says kim kardashian showed left butt cheek and you think holy crap oh porn you know then uh this might be a little sensitive for you yeah (laughs) but i just i just kind of feel like the amount of stuff that we've seen in the horror genre specifically uh, I get it. This is based on a real story. These things actually happen. But like to witness, you know, fake versions of it time and time again, as we've progressed into the horror genre, it's just like not the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's it's psychologically intriguing for me to understand these horror, um, these serial killers. But as far as like the I don't know, just like how amazing the actor is and like all the crazy stuff that's happening in, in the movie or the yeah, the TV show itself. I don't know. It's not the it's not the craziest thing I've ever seen. No, and he's amazing. Like he, which kind of scares me. But he's like perfect for this role. But I just think it's overhyped, and I think it's one of those things where everybody's talking about it, so everybody feels like they have to be talking about it. And if you're not talking about it and you're not obsessed with it, then you are not cool. Just kidding. But I just think it's a little overhyped, and but it is good. It's good. I like it. I mean, we're what episode are we on? Like five. 
so we still have like half. I'm sure it gets even more and more intense and then maybe by the time we finish, we're going to be like, oh my gosh, mind blown. Yeah, I mean, to a degree, I guess. I don't know. I, I go back to my my concept. If you think that this is mind blowing and very sensitive to watch, you are definitely keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> the only Because they're basically the same thing. The only part that really got to me was the scene where he has that guy's head and he like kisses it and then puts it in the box. It's not even like, I mean, it's disturbing, but it's like we've seen stuff like that. But I don't know why it made my stomach so upset. I'm like, ugh, Hmm. just like the way, I don't know, just maybe it's just the way that it was like wrapped. And then meanwhile, I was just romping on some cookies. Oh, my gosh. Um, We also have Halloween ends on the 14th. So really, I felt like that's just 16 days too early. 16 days too early. Yeah. What are you talking about? Halloween ends on the 14th of October. Yeah. Doesn't it end on the 31st of October at midnight? Oh my gosh. You're so dumb. Okay, well, no, I was just like, I can't think right now. Chill. Halloween ends on October Yeah, it better not end on the 14th. Like, What does that mean? I'm sad when it ends on the 31st. Like, November 1st is the most depressing day. I'm like, okay, what now? What now? Oh my gosh, Peyton's back at it with his do-rag. This time it's extra pointy. <laughs> oh yeah, extra long and pointy. Oh my gosh, get out of here. But that's the only horror news that we have. Um, Yeah, which is kind of sad. Like last week I felt like we spent like 20 minutes talking about movies coming out. But anyway, we thought that it would be fun to do another Q&A type episode. Like, I love these because we can just go off on tangents. But we are going to do a horror Q&A Halloween edition. Sounds exciting. Can hardly wait. You sound excited. You know, every time I edit, you're like, hmm, interesting. (laughs) Sounds great. Are are we both answering the same questions? Do I ask you the first one and then you answer it, but you ask me number two? Or do we both answer the same question? Um, we're going to answer. Yeah, we'll just like switch off who asks and then we'll both answer. Okay. Yeah. What are you? Well, I was going to ask you, then you interrupted me. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's so hard. What? I'm just kidding. (laughs) What are you dressing up as this year? Well, Peyton, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) I'm going to be, so I don't like do the whole generic, like the whole like buying a costume. Okay. Rewind. My... The way of doing costumes is usually I wear like a horror themed shirt and then I do like my makeup how that is. So I've done like Pennywise with the eye makeup and the mouth and I've done Jason Voorhees like makeup with the hockey mask. Um, What else have I done? You did that? I don't remember that one at all. I did that last year. Oh. Where it had the little like red dots and it looked like a hockey mask. Huh. I did Pennywise several times, I feel like, because I just love Pennywise, but I always like to make it, like, creepy, like, creepy, but, like, cute, you know? Yeah. But this year, I finally splurged. I've been wanting to buy the Chucky sweater from Spirit Halloween, and I finally splurged on it, and I'm so excited. I can't wait. It was, like, freaking, what, 40 bucks? But I'm going to wear the crap out of it this month, but I'm going to do that. I'm going to have, do Chucky makeup, and, yeah. What about you, Peyton? Uh, nothing, because I'm lame, and I spend all my money on fishing supplies. You could be a fisherman for A fisherman? Yeah. You know, I was thinking, uh, my work always does, like, a Halloween costume thing, and I've always got creative ideas for that, but it's just for how, like, unrewarding it is to be the winner 
It just doesn't seem like something I'd want to invest too much in. But this year I was thinking, what if like I was the fisherman from, uh, uh, it's like a commercial. I remember what it is, but it's the guy who's like holding up the dollar and he's like, I almost had it. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, it's like an old guy and he's like, he's like, oh, you almost had it. And it's like somebody's trying to grab the dollar and he's like lifting it up and the dollar's on the end of the fishing pole. Oh. It's like a, I think it's like an auto insurance commercial or something. The only fishing commercial I can think of is the annoying David Spade one where he's like fishing gear at Sierra. No, you're going to, you're going to feel like an idiot when I show you after this podcast, but okay. uh, in fact, uh, we'll screenshot it and include it in one of the pictures of this podcast. So, uh, but yeah, I would be that fisher guy and then a Kyle at work would be the dollar bill then. You should, like, do, like, full-on, like, old-school fisher guy, like, the vest and, like, all the tackle. What is that? And the boonie Ernest, hat. whatever, Ernest movie. Doesn't he, like, wear, like, fishing gear stuff? Probably. I swear I've seen that. Um, what about your one that you keep talking about, the Freddy and Jason one? People are going to steal this idea if I say it. Oh, never mind then. I, well, it doesn't even no matter. spoilers. So, somebody's done it, and it's probably not that cool. I've always wanted to dress up as... Michael Myers, like a Michael Myers mask, but then you're wearing the Jason Voorhees jersey and you have like a foam number one finger and it's like Jason's biggest fan and it's like his his biggest fan is ironically another, you know, super villain. But That's funny. So yeah, I don't know, but it's like getting like a Jason Voorhees jersey is like 60 bucks and then getting a mask is like another 60 bucks and then... Oh my gosh, costumes are so expensive. Yes. We're so. trying to get our little five-year-old the Sam costume. And I'm like, do we really want to drop 60 bucks? I mean, some people are like, oh, 60 bucks, that's average for a costume. But like 60 bucks for a five-year-old, like they grow so fast. It's not like us where we could buy a costume like that. I could, my Chucky shirt, I could wear the rest of my life, you know? Yeah, except we've talked about how the value of a costume is better for you because then you could do stuff on your TikTok with it. So That's true because my dad has Michael Myers and then Everett would have Sam. And then, oh my gosh, I could buy a Chucky mask. And I could be Chucky. Perfect. I'm short. Yeah, costumes are so expensive. And the thing that sucks about them, like the material is so cheap. Like it would make sense if it was good quality material that's going to hold up and last. But you like throw those in the wash once and they just fall apart. It's like sheer just crap. Mm. And I'm like worried about the Sam costume because you can't try it on before. And I'm worried that he's not going to want to wear a mask, even though he says he will. Or like... He is a tiny little dude. Is that mask, is he going to be able to, like, hold it up? Well, yeah, it's going to be weightless. I mean, maybe it collapses on itself. But Everett's notorious for saying yes until the moment happens, and then he changes his mind. So that's what we're nervous about. And that's the thing I hate, too, because the mask is, like, in one of those sealed plastic things. So you can't take it out to, like, try it on and see. So it's like, and then he won't try on any of the masks there. And maybe that's, like, our indicator that he wouldn't. But every time we're at Spirit Halloween, he doesn't want to try anything on. Maybe he just feels embarrassed, but then we talk about it at home and he's like, yeah, he thinks it'd be so cool to go around and scare people. But then like, do I send him to preschool in a Sam costume with like the lollipop weapon? His teacher is going to be like, oh, you're a cute little pumpkin. Like, do they even know? I don't know. I guess stay tuned to see if it happens. Probably will. Okay. What is the best Halloween candy out there? Like if you got your ideal... Like, even as a kid, what was, like, the best candy? I don't know. That's hard because I want to say growing up it was probably something with Reese's, but I hate Reese's, and I don't remember when I, like, started hating Reese's. Oh, I love But I feel like that's something I would have liked. But just like any chocolate bar, I mean, Snickers, 
Uh, I liked Milky Ways. Not a big Three Musketeers fan, but just like just like the average candy bar. Sometimes you go hit a house that give you like a full on candy bar, and that was always like super cool. That was the Kit cool Kats. house. Yeah, I'm gonna say Kit Kats actually. Ooh, yum. That's that's probably my favorite. Whenever I sort through the kids' candies, though, uh, nowadays, I always look for fruity things like Airheads and uh, gummies or War something. Warheads. Yeah. Uh, sour, sour candy just, it destroys me now, unfortunately. I'm learning that the hard way. As a kid, I always loved getting 100 grands. I was obsessed with 100 grands, which is funny because I don't think we've really bought those in years. I can't even remember the last time I had one. But that was, like, my favorite candy bar for the longest time. Now, and as a kid, but now, licorice like Twizzlers, and my kids hate Twizzlers, so they're always giving it to me. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. That's probably mine. I'm weird, too, as a kid. So you know when you see those things that are like, this is the style of treat hander outer, I don't know what it says, that you are, and it has, like, different candies, and it's like, you're the lame person. You're the cool house. You're the cheapo. Mine was, like, the old person one. Like, I loved those. I don't even know what they're called. They're, like, black and orange in a wrapper, you know what I'm talking about? It's like a taffy, but yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. I loved those. Mm. They kind of taste like bitto honey, and everybody hated those, and that you still get them. It's so funny. Oh, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna change my favorite. It's going to be, you know those like little to- like the Tootsie Rolls, but they're like the fruity ones? Yes. Lemon and orange. Tooties. Yeah, those. I love those. Did you try the ones that the kids got at the parade that were like the sour ones? Yeah. Oh my god. Those are the those are the fruity tooties. The ones I'm talking about are like actual Tootsie Roll brand. Oh, it's like kind of like instead the of it being like in the black subtle. wrapper, it's like in a blue or. Mm-hmm. I like the vanilla one of those. Yeah, vanilla's good. I like the green ones, the the lemon ones. Those are good. Yeah. Well, what's the flip side? What's your worst? Uh, what's your least favorite? Sorry. What's your least favorite Halloween candy? Ooh, that's so hard. Candy corn. Why do people like candy corn? You're eating wax. Ugh. Last year I bought something like a sour warhead flavored candy corn and it had the same texture as candy corn and it was not good. Like I could not even, I think I threw the whole thing away and I, I rarely can like, like, I don't know. Like, if I don't like something, I'll just like suck it up and eat it. I hate wasting things, but like that was so bad. I just like couldn't even. Ew, people love candy corn too. That and peeps. I don't know. I don't understand the hype. The only candy corn that's okay is the one that has, like, the chocolate bottom. And it's still not good. There's, like, regular candy corn, and there's the one that has, like, the chocolate. And then it's not, like, real chocolate, but it's, like, brown Mm. on the bottom. That one's okay. I could have, like, two. Mm. I don't understand how someone could just sit and, like, down a whole bag. Ugh. We're, like, such textured people. Oh, my gosh. Go to the store and get licorice ropes. So you know how you can get like the long licorice ropes, but get the bag of like the shorter licorice ropes. They are the best. And like, I don't know what it is, but the texture, they're like so soft. Me and Peyton cannot stop eating those. Yum. What's your worst? Uh, I'm going to second on the candy corn, but I'm also going to tie that up with malted milk balls. Not a fan of those. Oh my gosh. Ellie hated those. She brought someone, them home the other yeah, day. Yeah, someone inevitably will give our kids like the little like three pack of them or whatever. It's like got the three little balls in there. I you love know, like those. a three ball sack of <laughs> malted milk balls. Hate those. Oh my gosh, I love those. Yeah. I love like sucking on them till like the oh, yeah. malt is just, okay. Okay, we're we're moving on. <laughs> uh, when did you stop trick or treating? I feel like I was in middle school. I want to say. Maybe I went out at junior high, actually. I remember the last time I went out, 
I, me and my friends went to a house and they were like, aren't you guys too old to be trick-or-treating? And I don't think they would give us candy and I think I felt really stupid. No, okay, wait, that happened. I went trick-or-treating my sophomore year. Isn't that kind of weird? But I was dating this guy and we went with all our friends and so he was like super friends with like his whole neighborhood. So they didn't care that we were teenagers going and getting candy and it was so fun. And I was a Spice Girl. It's funny, I feel like these days in 2022, we've gone some years without like like so many just overwhelming numbers of trick-or-treaters that people probably don't care anymore. But it's the same for me. I, I think I went with Jack once and we were probably in junior high and I think we were like too cool for it. And then after like hanging out and nothing was happening, we're like, ah, let's just go out trick-or-treating. So we just like, I think we actually were able to drive. We drove to the store and I bought like a, I mean, by the, by that point on Halloween night, like everything was already half off. So I bought like a $3 hockey mask and then we went and I think it happened like three different times. Somebody was like, you're too old for this. And uh, that was like, all right, well, this is the final time for me. I'm pretty sure I did not go after that. And it's kind of funny. Like, I just don't think I had the audacity to tell people that they're too old to do something. It's like, it's like, where do you get off? You know, I mean, where does that person walk back in, shut the door and be like, oh, another service done to the world. I have now help somebody accept their fate into being too old it's like like what like what breath is worth telling somebody that they're too old for trick-or-treating it's like it's kind of just like get over yourself and just give them the freaking candy like it's way less effort just to be like oh here you go and then you shut the door and then you talk crap on them or something you know but like to do it to their face i just think it's completely pointless and uh just not necessary well there's a lot worse things that kids could be doing like teenagers like who cares let kids be kids like Mm -hmm. life is too short i mean okay i think it'd be different if like a grown-ass man came to the door and he had like a beard and he was by himself that's a little weird sure yeah i get that but but like teenagers hanging out with their friends and then at the same time you don't know a person like what if somebody had like a disability or something and then you're just I, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe they're like a kid mentally, but they don't understand, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I mean, it, it's just it, the irony to me is that you're a kid, you're dressed up, you're trick or treating, and then you go through a period where you're a teenager and you don't, and then you have kids and then you dress up with your kids and you're right back out. And honestly, don't even tell me for one second that you as an adult listening to this, don't steal your kids candy because I will always every single time I'm like, hey. I'm like, Everett, uh, grab me like one of those airheads, you know, as you're, exactly. you know, grab two, grab one for me. Or even or, when our kids were babies, yeah, we would still take them out. Tr- they can't eat the candy. Oh, and you, you know something I do? And I strive for this. Whenever a dad comes up with their kids to the door, I'll always lift the bucket up and say, hey, do you want one too? And you'll always get the, oh, yeah, I'll take one, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm that dad. Oh, yeah. Side note, what are we going to hand out for Halloween this year? We're horrible. We always wait till the last second. We got to like get in there and get the good stuff. This is probably an unpopular opinion, but the child's play candy that has the dots and ooh, I'm going to add That's that to a- That's the Cheapo McCheapo. I love that and though. And I do too. I mean, like granted, it's got dots. like eight different shapes of Tootsie Rolls. That's like the worst thing in there, but I love Tootsie Pops. I love dots. I love the- Bubble gum. Yeah, the bubble gum. The sour bubble gum. Yeah, like there's all sorts of good things in there. Add dots to my favorite Halloween Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Love Me dots. and Peyton will go by like those big box of dots. So good. Um, we need to get on that. Me and Peyton last year, like, I feel like we didn't argue, but we did kind of about trying to figure out what to get because I wanted a certain kind and you're like, no, let's get this kind. This is better. And like this year, let's just 
buy it all. Our candy was gone last year in like 30 minutes. My parents growing up always got mounds and almond joy, uh, really, because they nobody... still do it. I know. And they, they probably eat more of it than other people. Even if they're not handing candy out, like last year, they still buy it. I think that's so cute. Remember that one year when we were first married and we bought like our favorite kind of candy, even though we weren't even going to be handing out candy because mm-hmm. we went, we like went to my parents' house. This year, I'm so excited though, because I have all these fun, like Halloween themed foods and I want to have like a Halloween party at our house and I'm excited. I think it's going to be so fun. But yeah, we need to get on that. We need to go buy some candy. Our neighborhood is literally like the movies, like Hocus Pocus. Like streets are flooded with kids everywhere. Your door's ringing constantly. Like it makes me sad to think back on our old houses when there was like no trick-or-treaters. Well, it, it kind of poses a problem though because it's so productive that it's really hard to get out and then like go join them too. So, I mean, it's not uncommon for us to be walking through neighborhoods and like every other house has the bucket already at the door and it's like, please take one. You don't actually greet them uh, just because like everybody's out. So, you know, sometimes that's just kind of a natural repercussion of how busy things get. But I want to be like those houses. We have like a few houses in our neighborhood that they like put tables out and they do like interactive fun things for the kids. Like you got to play this game and then you will show what candy you get. Like I think that stuff's so cool or like getting like a big thing of homemade root beer or something or hot chocolate or something cool like apple cider and just sitting out there and handing it out. Our our neighbors like what two years ago uh, did that like a block away from us. Yeah they did it two years in a row. So, and those houses are always the ones that you remember and your kids are excited to go to. And I'm like, I want my house to be the one that people are excited to go to. It's hard though, because we're like out trick-or-treating and then we have like family over. So we're trying to like hang out and entertain and do all that. It's just a lot. We need Halloween to be like longer than one day. Right. What is your favorite Halloween movie? Uh, You know, I think we talked about this last week a little bit. It's probably going to be the original Halloween movie tied with Hocus Pocus. You know, oh, ha- yeah. Halloween is like my all-time classic scary where Hocus Pocus is like, it's an activity movie. You and I usually always carve pumpkins while that's on. So we don't actually watch it, but it's like, it's got to be on while we're doing it. Oh, yeah. And we have it on several times throughout October. It's not just like a one-day thing. It's kind of like that ba- like good background noise just to have on or even on Halloween when we're out like trick-or-treating or we get back, we always turn on that. I think my like, that would be the biggest one, but I think my like non-family friendly one that me and Peyton would watch is trick-or-treat. Have to watch trick-or-treat on Halloween night. I think, did last year, did we watch it on Halloween night? I don't remember. I know, I can't remember if we watched it after or I'm gonna say before. most likely. Yeah. Uh, well, what's your favorite Halloween fall activity? My favorite is back in the day, it would be haunted houses, like going to haunted houses, but now they're freaking overpriced and you're walking through a line the entire time. So it's just not as fun. I feel like you and I are the victims of adulting. Like most of our answers as I'm kind of reading ahead seem to be like, I can't help but think of like now, what would I do this year? And it seems like more of a... It's like so different. It's like Mm -hmm. we've, we've grown up. Now, my biggest thing that I'm excited for is like going to the pumpkin patch with our kids i I knew you were going there with that and that's exactly how it is for me we have a pumpkin patch here i'm sure they're all like this but you get to do like the hay ride and then you got the corn maze and then you got like the corn pit and all the slides and just all the like smells of fall and the 
Well, for our Utah listeners, then, well, maybe specifically local Utah listeners, what which one's your favorite? I like Jaker's just because, I don't know, I used to like it because it was the cheapest one and it had a lot to do mm-hmm. and you could spend a big chunk of time there. But I like Red Barn. It's just overpriced for what you get to do. I like Red Barn. I think that's my favorite one. I like Red Barn because we get to go like get apple cider slushies and like they have the apple cider or what are they? Apple donuts? Apple cider donuts? Apple cider donuts. Like I like it for that. Like I would rather go to Jaker's and then go a different time to Red Barn and not do like the fall stuff there, but just go for that. And people like are obsessed with these donuts. Like, oh, they're like, it's like cinnamon sugar donuts but it's like got the apple flavor and to it warm and p- they bring out like tastes like an applejack cereal but like in donut form they bring out cartfuls and people are just like it's like black friday people are just like oh, ripping yeah. them out yeah about they... like 10 10 dozen comes out simultaneously and like the plastic container they're in are like hot to the touch because mm-hmm. they're so fresh and within seconds they're gone and you can't eat just one yeah i like i like red barn because you have to take a hayride to it. Like you go to the barn and then, you know, it's a little bit a ways away. So you kind of have to ride the tractor where like if you go to Jaker's, there is a tractor there, but it's also just like it's like a ride. Like you almost kind of like can decide to do it or decide not to do it. I kind of like that. It's like part of the itinerary. Like you have to do it to get there and out. It's almost like you're kind of in this like magical Disney ride that takes you to a different section. Yeah. of. And I think that's what I like about red barn in comparison and i agree it is a little bit pricey but um i think the reason that i prefer jakers over that is because i feel like there's a lot more for our kids to do at jakers there's a lot at red barn but it's a lot more stuff that they have to be a little bit older to be able to do like they have like these little like bike things that you can sit on and like ride around but our kids are too young to do that or the um what is it the line thing uh, zip lining. Zip line. Our kids are still probably, I mean, maybe they would do it now, but I feel like they're a little young. That thing like flings you at the end. Oh, yeah. Everett would be off of that. He'd be flying. <laughs> but I like how they have the big bouncy thing. Um, And I like it because it's in our town, our small little town. So it's like you're supporting local. But I don't know. We might switch it up this year and go try something else. Maybe. There's that Corn Bellies one in Spanish that looks so fun. Corn Bellies, I think, is the one that most people are aware of in or Utah County. Not Corn Bellies. The one I'm thinking of is the other one I showed you that I tagged you on Facebook where they have, like, rides. Oh, yeah. But I showed Everett, and he's, like, terrified. But I'm like, that would be so fun. But, yeah, that's probably my favorite is going to a corn maze or going to a corn pumpkin patch. Did you ever go to, like, haunted corn mazes when you were younger? Um, I think I did one. We should take our kids through one and not tell them that it's scary. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I totally would do that, though. They freak out. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, did you even answer or are you just piggybacking on me? Yeah, I, I answered the same thing as you did. I'm piggybacking <laughs> on you any day. What's your favorite Halloween song? Uh, Puts you in that Halloween mood. You know, I don't know. I don't actively listen to... You always have Halloween music on. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, Kenzie's making gestures at me right now. And uh, in Ghostbusters... No, what is it? Monster Mash? Monster Mash. So I'm notorious for ruining songs for Kenzie. And I've made a little dance 
Uh, I choreographed it for her. And that um, is not appropriate. Let's just say it's not appropriate. But now every time we listen to it, it's uh, it's all we can think about. You know what sucks though? That song was like the one song that really took me back to like elementary days where you'd have like a big fall carnival and like I don't know that. I just remember doing like the cakewalk where you have to like step on the thing and if the music stops and they'd always play Monster Mash. So it's like that was so nostalgic for me. And now you ruined it. (laughs) Thanks a lot. I think you appreciate that I ruined it for you because you equally do it now. Every time in the car I hear it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Peyton, I hate you. (laughs) But uh, for me, I don't know. Maybe the Halloween Town theme song is very like welcoming to me but like I don't go out of my way to listen to really any of these songs you just happen to have them on oh I've been listening to Halloween music for the last I think it's been a month that I've been listening even when I walked to pick up our son yesterday I listened to Halloween music and I was just like bobbing I kind of felt weird though I can't remember what song came on I think it was Ghostbusters you know in the beginning where it's like do 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 I feel like I was walking to the beat and it was I like felt embarrassed for some reason (laughs) even though people couldn't hear it Ghostbusters is my favorite Halloween song. I love Ghostbusters and Monster Mash. And I love Beetlejuice, the musical songs. Those are so fun. I just love all Halloween music. Like, what's that one? I always feel like somebody's watching me. Oh, it's like a song that features Michael Jackson in it. I love that one. I don't think it's Michael Jackson. I think it's a song that features him, but I could be wrong. I know I always feel. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite October tradition? Uh, We basically already answered that, actually. I guess we'll just say another one. Um, I like when we... I like Halloween, but I like when we do pumpkins. We don't like... We used to carve pumpkins, but now as an adult, carving pumpkins is such a chore. That and Easter eggs. So we paint pumpkins now, which I... Probably is a little bit more messy, but I like love painting pumpkins. Hmm. What about you? I'm going to say uh, Fishing Strawberry Reservoir. It's my favorite October Oh my uh, gosh, you would. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what... the best time of year to fish that place, by the way. So just throwing that out there. What Halloween movie do you think is overrated? Friday the 13th. Really? Oh, yeah. I Wait, mean, Friday the 13th is Halloween movie. Well, I guess it could be. It's horror. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's not. Does it take a... place in October? I don't okay, fine. If it's not an acceptable answer, no, what's no, no, yours? No, 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 I get it. I was just I'm just I was mind you tell blown me for yours a minute. First. I'm like, does that take place on Halloween night too? I didn't realize it had to be a movie that's on Halloween. What Halloween movie? I'm just kidding. Um You tell me then, what's yours? I should have thought this through a little bit. I honestly I don't know. Because I like all the Halloween movies. Like all the kid ones, all the creepy ones. I really don't have one. The only thing I can think of is that one movie we watched, and it's not even, like, overhyped or anything, but remember we started watching that one called, like, Trick? It's, like, a slasher, and we couldn't even get through it. We watched, like, the first little bit. It's, like, the only Halloween-type movie that I was, like, eh. Hmm. But all the other ones we've watched, I freaking love, so I can't even think of one. Hmm. All right, well, since my answer is unacceptable, let's move on to... No, yours is acceptable. I was just confused. (laughs) We're moving on to Halloween this or that. Wait, we got to answer your question, though, that you, when we went on our walk, you talked about the object one. Oh, yeah. Like, is there an inanimate object that you feared growing up? Yeah. What's yours? Mine was this mirror. It was like an old antique mirror when I was growing up in Salt Lake City. And it just like, it was a really slender, probably about as slender as the mirror behind you, Ken's. Um, And it just like was kind of rounded at the top. And 
I don't know why. I just like would always envision this mirror coming alive and taking me. Like it had four legs, uh, like like you know, kind of like a stool or a chair. Yeah. And I just imagine those things would move, and that mirror would just come Ooh, and grab it's me. It's like Beauty and the Beast, the mirror. Well, I guess it's a wardrobe. Yeah. Creepy. It just did, always freaked me out. Did you have like any weird thing happen with it that like made you fear it? Or no. it was just like an irrational. Just an irrational fear. Just That's started so, out of nowhere. I'd have nightmares about it. It's kids that you get like that. Because mine, me and Maddie did a whole episode on this. So go back if you want like the whole story. But mine was my basement playroom. Specifically the closet because someone um, passed away in there. Yeah, so I, even to this day, I have nightmares of that playroom closet, basement playroom closet, scares the crap out of me, um, and my porcelain doll that the wig fell off of. Like, I swear that thing would, like, move its head. My friend Natasha asked us if you ever had a scary movie that stuck with you. Like, you just couldn't stop thinking about it. Uh, I, I think my answer was, I, it's hard. I want to have, like, one one solid answer. Growing up, I had a lot of nightmares with Chucky, but I think the mummy, I think the scarabs, the little beetles when it like goes into the people just like freaked me out so much growing up that I like, I like lost so much sleep over it. Well, that's so unsettling too, the way the guy like screams as they're just like basically eating away at him. I know. Mine would be the grudge when I first saw it. Like I don't, like now I don't get as scared as much, but I remember seeing The Grudge when it was in theaters and it stuck with me so much that every night that I went to bed, I would just picture her like crawling out of that bag down the stairs and making that creepy noise. And even to like this day, The Grudge is hands down the scariest horror villain out there. Her and Regan from Exorcist, that stuck with me too because I had like a little... My parents had one of those like ad, what are they? Like the magazines that tell you like what's on TV, like a TV guide. Gosh, that makes me sound so old. But it had like a picture of her like turned backwards. And that image was like ingrained into my little child head that like I would just think about it. I think when the Reagan uh, demon goes crawling down the stairs backwards. Yeah. That uh, that freaked me out. Like really fast. Mm -hmm. Ew, I don't like that. Yeah, that would be mine is her and the grudge. But I can't think of any now. Grudge is so stupid. The grudge is freaky. Probably my least favorite. Oh. My second least favorite horror movie of all time. The remake or like the third one in the series or franchise, that one was stupid. I don't know. There's just something about her like any person and like that goes along with the girl from The Exorcist with like the white nightgown and the... I mean, she didn't have black hair, but, like, the ring or the grudge, like, just that image freaks me out. And I remember seeing, like, the grudge or Samara from the ring in haunted houses when we would go, and I'd be like, nope, and I'd book it out of there. I'm like, I'm not even waiting. I'd see, like, a TV with, like, the well on it, and I'm like, nope, I'm gone. Possibly the greatest prank I've ever pulled on Kenzie, which is also the worst one I've ever done. And I've done this twice, actually. Because uh, I didn't learn my lesson the first time. In our old house, I believe Kenzie was cleaning. And I was able to sneak upstairs. And I placed a, a Bluetooth speaker underneath my my kid's bed. And then I quickly snuck out. And then when she went into that room, I played the noise of the grudge at maximum volume. So she just instantly hears it coming from so underneath mean. the... And, like, Kenzie went from, like, zero to, like, 50, immediately started crying and screaming. And I, like, immediately went from, like, thinking it was the funniest thing 
like on paper to just feeling so bad. And uh, and then I tried doing it again, but yeah. No, just, you do that again. Oh. Like Kenzie just like didn't even like like budge to scream. She just went straight to just like crying. I was like in the corner with my ears plugged, bawling. I do not like the grudge. The grudge freaks me out. Just that sound. Oh, it's so unsettling. I just I can't can't do it. Anyway, now moving on to Halloween this or Halloween that. Yeah. I, you could go with this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, we could probably just simply answer these. I don't think we have to really go into super deep depth on them, but... Okay, ready? I'm ready. Ready? Slasher Ruger. or psychological? Uh, these days, psychological. Same. I love psychological movies. I'm not a big slasher fan. I don't think you are either. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the classics, but I think anytime I see something new, I just... I just think uh, you're just competing and it's cliche and it's overdone. But psychological, I, I mean, you and I have countless times where we finish a movie and like the next 30 minutes while we're laying in bed, we're still talking about like how to explain what happened. And maybe that's why we're not as big of fans of slashers because slashers are kind of to the point. But psychological, you really have to think about. But if it's a psychological movie that has like gore and kills, yes. Absolutely. Like Saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees? Michael Myers. I agree. And, you know, when I said what Halloween movies my that I think is overrated, I said Friday the 13th because the Jason Voorhees that everybody loves and finds so iconic didn't even really become iconic until, what, the third movie? I mean, the whole, like, hockey mask thing wasn't even in the first two. Yeah, Jason's in the second one, but... He kind of doesn't really have, like, the hockey mask, per se. So, I don't know. I just, I think that Michael Myers was iconic from the very first movie. I like the whole concept of being, like, at a camp. Like, I like that setting. It's very creepy, like, out in the woods. But at the same time, for Jason, it's like you'd have to go to that camp for anything to happen. Whereas Michael Myers, I mean, he stays in Haddonfield. But, like, I don't know. It just seems more scary in a town that people live rather than somewhere out in the woods. Paranormal or sci-fi? Uh, sci-fi for me. I think most of the movies that I find at the top of my list end up being, you know, within that sci-fi criteria. What's your favorite sci-fi? Uh, you know, in the horror genre, probably Signs, I think, was my favorite. Um, ironically, I'm a big fan of Dark Skies, which takes the aliens and the paranormal and kind of mixes it a little bit. That's why I liked it, because I'm not a big alien fan, but then having that paranormal, it kind of felt more like a paranormal movie. Yeah. I like monsters and, you know, things like that. And I think that's definitely more of the science fiction. Uh, and then, you know, like just like people horror. Uh, but, you know, like paranormal activity type stuff, ghosts, like possessions. I don't hate it. I just it's not as interesting to me. I would probably say paranormal. Like that stuff just freaks me out. And that used to be like my biggest subgenre in the horror category that I like to watch was anything paranormal, ghost, hauntings that kind of stuff, but I'm not as into that as much just because it's been overdone. It depends on the movie though. Like I love The Conjuring and all of that kind of stuff where they kind of take events that have happened in real life and can make it, par I don't know, I like that. I think some people who fear paranormal movies, you know, there's a combination of things. A, they feel like it's real, right? Like it could happen to them. There's a lot of Christian you know, religions out there. And uh, I don't know. It's almost like by watching a, a paranormal type movie, they feel like they're almost inviting, you know, the realism of that into their lives. And I don't see it that way. To me, uh, I'm not saying I'm above it. 
and that it's like impossible for me. Like granted, I wouldn't grab a Ouija board right now and start messing around with it. But like when I watch it in movies, I just don't like feel the connection at all. Like it to me, it's just completely scripted and uh, it's just like at face value. It is what it is to me. So I just like I don't really get the whole like, oh, I feel like by watching this, I'm going to have demons in my house tonight while I sleep. I just don't like messing with that kind of stuff. Like superstitious. I don't like that. But I like the movies. Werewolves or vampires? Honestly, I don't care for either. I like the concept of werewolves more. And there isn't a lot of werewolf stuff out there. I think I watched American Werewolf in London or something and I liked it. But uh Don't lie. You love Twilight. Mm. Eddie. And those werewolves. <laughs> oh, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I think I like the concept of werewolves more. Yeah. If I'm playing Skyrim, werewolves are sick. It's awesome. I'd probably say vampires, but I'm not, I don't really care for either. I'm not like a big, like that kind of monster person, but probably vampires. I need to watch more like werewolf and vampire movies that aren't Twilight. <laughs> and then maybe I'd have an opinion. Is, um,. Salem's Lot, is he a vamp? He's a vampire, isn't he? I'm pretty sure he is. No, he is. I'm going to sound really stupid. I haven't seen is Salem's Lot. Is that Nosferatu? I, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen Salem's Lot, but I want to, um, especially where like the uh, new remake's coming out, so I want to go see the like original. I would have told you my favorite vampire movie growing up was Blade, and <laughs> it is not a good movie. Oh my gosh. I've never seen it. Wesley Snaps. Oh, uh, Home Invasion or Haunted House? Mm, probably Home Invasion, just because that's even scarier than a ghost. Oh, like yeah, real... Kevin McAllister all the way. <laughs> Kevin McAllister? I agree. Do it. Kevin McAllister? <laughs> Brother what? Oh, gosh. Um, The Grudge or The Ring? Oh, oh, you just said how you hate both of these. Earlier, I said The Grudge is my second least favorite horror movie of all time and i just imagine somebody was like what's the first you didn't even answer it it's the ring out of any horror movie that's your most least i think so what in fact i'm yeah yep we've seen a lot of crappy movies I lately hate though. the ring it's not good I the second the one's ring. even worse i love it so yeah i'm going to say probably the grudge just as it's the second worst one on my <sighs> list but this is hard because I have an appreciation for The Grudge because it was the first horror movie I ever saw in theaters at like 13 years old. I would say The Grudge is scarier, but if I had to pick between the two, I'd probably pick The Ring just because I like the whole concept of like the video and being kind of like tag you're it, you know, pass it on. Like I just like the concept of it. So I'd say The Ring. There you go. Um, Tim Curry's Pennywise or Bill Skarsgård oh Pennywise? Gosh. This I is a very tough one. I answer that. I'm going to say 51% Bill Skarsgård and 49% Tim Curry. <laughs> no disrespect to Curry. It's so close. It's almost a 50-50. I just really think that Bill Skarsgård just absolutely killed Pennywise, but so did Tim Curry, so... Well, it's like they're so different, too, because I feel like Tim Curry's had more of that comedic part in it but it was like very sinister and like I don't know like he was more inviting like looking at that clown you're like oh it's a clown that you want to go up to and get a balloon from but like Bill Skarsgård looks creepy between the between both movies I mean obviously the the remake is the far better one um just general actors the cast the plot blah 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 but 
I think the scariest line in both movies is in the Tim Curry adaptation or the miniseries, uh, mind you. And that is when Tim Curry's Pennywise says, like, child, I'm the eater of worlds or something like that. Mm -hmm. I just like that stuck with me the first time I heard that. I thought that was absolutely just bone chilling. And uh, yeah, I mean, he definitely had the, the scare factor, I think, there. But I don't know. Bill Skarsgård, not by much, but definitely Skarsgård. I can't choose between the two because I just, I can't. It is my favorite, the miniseries, the remake. I will say, though, if I had to pick between one, like the movie, not the character, the movie, I do like the remakes a lot better because I just feel like, I mean, the other one's a little outdated and I would get bored. I love the first part with like the kids, but as soon as the adults came in, I kind of lost interest a little bit more. It kind of got cheesy. Whereas on the remake, I liked all of it. So I feel like the remake is more watchable, but at the same time, the miniseries was like my first horror movie that I ever watched. So there you go. I don't know. I can't pick. I will not pick. Well, um, Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark? No debate here, Goosebumps, because there's a movie, there's TV shows, and there's books, and honestly, I'd rather read the books anyway, uh, but yes. There's movies of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Definitely Goosebumps, no debate here. <laughs> I am Are You Afraid of the Dark, hands down. I loved Goosebumps too growing up, and I read all the books, and I have a bunch of the books, but I just think Are You Afraid of the Dark was more dark. It just like just felt more, I don't know, the storylines, the stories were more creepy and well thought out. I don't know. I would say, are you afraid of the dark? Sounds. Oh. Oh, you're good. Uh, Colts or witches? You asked me two questions in a row. How lucky for me. I want to say colts. Same. I think people are just more scary than paranormal things and uh, just back by, yeah, paranormal things. I think people are way more scary. Well, it goes back to like us liking psychological horror and cult movies are very psychological you know they mess with your mind and the thing that is really good about a cult movie are those cult movies that almost like you know they're not good and they have like evil intentions but then almost like halfway through you kind of start to be like oh they're not so bad like that one br movie we watched in the beginning you're like these people are horrible but then you almost start to accept them. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she could live this lifestyle. Makes you as a viewer bad. almost buy into it. And then all of a sudden you're like, nope, this is bad. So definitely cults. For sure. All right. Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street? Nightmare on Elm Street. I love Freddy Krueger. I just think there's the comedy. There's the creepy. The fact that like you could die in your sleep. You're not safe anywhere you go. Definitely Nightmare on Elm Street. I love Michael Myers though too. But if I had to pick. I think it really just depends on the context. I mean, this is similar to the second question we did on this or that, but uh, I mean, I think if I would rather be running away from one or the other, I'd it definitely Michael Myers, um, just because I think that you can't really hide from Freddy Krueger. At some point, you got to sleep, and you know he definitely has the advantage there. But uh, I think Halloween just as like a favorite, and it's just it's just the classic. I don't I don't think I'm ever gonna change my mind on that. The creepy thing about Nightmare on Elm Street, too, is, like, that you can't, like you said, you can't outrun him. But even, like, stuff happens. Like, Michael Myers, usually it's, like, where he's alone with somebody and you run into him. But, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, somebody could be sleeping in class and they come across him. Like, it's so, you're not safe anywhere you go. Even if you have a ton of people around you, it's, like, all in your mind. There you go. The Conjuring or The Sixth Sense? 
you know, I'm going to say The Conjuring. Uh, the Sixth Sense is definitely our generation, but I feel like I was too young when it came out to like really appreciate it. And I think, you know, by the time I have grown into liking horror content stuff, The Conjuring was, you know, certainly there at the right time for me personally. You know what? Going back to Natasha's question on like what stuck with you, like what movie, The Sixth Sense, when I watched that as a kid, the part that like stuck with me forever and it's so stupid but when the ghost is like throwing up in the tent Mm -hmm. like that image was like ingrained in my head and i don't know why it was so scared a lot of people but it's not like she did anything and maybe it's just because it was such a unnatural like not unnatural but just like a very vile like gross thing that people don't want to see mixed with like the supernatural like that stuck with me i would say the conjuring as well as much as i love the sixth sense the conjuring was just creepy and more modern there you go uh annabelle or chucky obviously chucky. yeah i'm gonna say chucky too even though the miniseries sucks oh my gosh it does not and by now that's out i'm so excited i just feel like they butchered the annabelle uh movies i don't know i if i if i would have done it myself it would have been much different and uh that could be a 15 minute conversation so i'm gonna skip that for now but well I the, just... thing, the thing i'll say about annabelle is the first movie it wasn't even like the doll was really possessed. It was like a demon behind the doll. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, exactly. That I would have made it more like Chucky, if anything. Like but her alive. Because nobody's really done that yet. I feel like. I mean, Chucky's like a serial killer in a in like a doll, but like you know, I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen the other Annabelles to really fully grasp it. But you have like Brahms that had the Brahms, or yeah, the boy too that has like the doll possessed. Um. The second Annabelle was really good. We haven't seen the third one, but the second one was really good, where it was more the doll. I don't remember it, really. It was like the girl in the wheelchair, and that one was really good. Yeah. Zombieland or Shaun of the Dead? This is really tough. This could be almost a 50-50, but I'm going to say Shaun of the Dead. I just feel like the humor is a little bit more intelligent and subtle, but like it really, really is so funny if you can appreciate it, where... Zombieland kind of appeals more to the general audience. Like, everybody's going to find that appealing and stuff. But I don't know. Shaun of the Dead, it's just, it's just, it's too good. It's almost like Shaun of the Dead is more subtle with the comedy and Zombieland is just more in your face with the comedy. Yeah. I would say the same. It's like a 60-40. 60% Shaun, 40% Zombieland. So, uh, Haunted House or Pumpkin Patch? Well, if you would have asked me a few years ago, I'd say Haunted House. But now, definitely Pumpkin Patch. I second that. I just like there's just something about being at a pumpkin patch, like with the fall weather and it's cool outside. And- I get anxiety with pump or with haunted houses. Um, they're cool. I appreciate them, but like I value my personal space in a haunted house, not between the actors, but between other people. And it's like the whole time I'm in line, I'm wondering if I'm gonna be like just stuck in like a group that I don't want to be with. You're almost like tiptoeing behind someone, and it's like they get the scare, and then it's like I'm at the back of the group, so. It's just like not very like scary. But then there's been haunted houses where you're almost like segregated from everyone. And I love that. But then it comes with like the insane line outside of it, too. So, well, that's the thing. It's like not worth the money if you're just going to be in a line the whole time and everything's going to jump out ahead of you. But if you could guarantee like you're going to get an authentic experience, then definitely. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've been to a haunted house in at least like four years. I think it was the clown one right? the haunted circus i only remember that because they mixed uh they it was like it was like a music video where it was justin bieber's baby mixed with slipknot's uh psychosocial 
And it actually went, it, it somehow was mastered or like mixed very well. Like it kind of fit for how like cheesy it was. And they were playing that constantly. And that's the only reason why I remember that, that uh, haunted house. Halloween party or watch scary movies? Well, this is one of those, if you would have asked me a few years ago, it would have been a Halloween party, but uh, watching scary movies with my weave. Mine, I mean, Halloween party on Halloween, but our type of Halloween party is not like everybody else's Halloween party. Like, I just want like my family to come over, us to have good food, like Halloween themed food, have a movie on in the background, take the kids out trick-or-treating, come back, eat more food. Like, that's my kind of Halloween party. So if we're talking about, like, Halloween, but, like, in general, definitely watch scary movies. I love watching scary movies. Mm, there we go. Uh, would you rather watch a, or sorry, would you rather wear a costume that is scary or a funny costume? Mm, probably a scary costume. I don't know. I just, I mean, it's Halloween. You gotta be scary. think as a sucker for dad jokes, just the funny costume is too good for me. I'll have to find something funny with your fisherman stuff. Um, haunted house or an escape room? I don't know. It's like you could do escape rooms year round. So if we're talking specifically for, uh, I don't know, I guess they probably do Halloween themed escape rooms. I wouldn't know. We haven't really sought any out, but it's almost like haunted houses are like an October thing and escape rooms are just kind of like a year round thing. But the last time we went to one, which was like what, a year, a year and a half ago. And it was the first one that we ever. Yeah, went we to. were like, we need to do this more often. It was way too fun. And uh, I, I had a blast with it. So, I mean, I think in general, I'd rather do the escape room. I like more interactive stuff. So if they could blend the two or it is a haunted house that you have to escape from. That would be like the perfect combo. And I'm sure they have them out there. So I I love the escape room. We need to do another one because the one we did was very like math. You have to do a lot of math and like science stuff. We need to do like the zombie one or yeah, something. For sure. Um, and finally, our final question. The final question. And I know which one you're going to answer on this one. But would you rather paint a pumpkin or carve a pumpkin? Oh, and I already talked about this. Definitely paint the thing about carving a pumpkin is I get like an idea in my head and I want to, and then it's like one little slip up and you're screwed. At least with painting, you could take water and like wipe it off and restart, but you're screwed if you mess up a carved pumpkin. And I always do like the generic carved ones, like the face, except I like that one year that I did it and it just said it, but it looks so cool. Like the font that I did, but I would say paint a pumpkin. There you go. Uh, I don't know. I hate answering both of them. I think last year when we painted pumpkins, we were like, we need to do this more often. I think it's easier. It's for our, especially for our kids, too, because like they can't really carve a pumpkin right now by themselves yet. But like I appreciate seeing other people's carved pumpkins. I mm -hmm. would rather not see uh, painted pumpkins on other people's porches and a carved pumpkin versus, you know, so if it's me doing it myself, painting, yes. If it's everybody else, selfishly, I'd rather have them put the labor in and see the carved factor because it is, it is more like artistic in a way, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's just creative. Yeah. I mean, it's just part of kind of, well, and I like doing the, you know, the candle inside of it and having like it lit and stuff, but. Yeah. It's the one thing about not carving it. Because at least if you carve it and you don't have, like, your porch light on, people can see it. But if it's painted and you don't have your porch light on, it's like you can't see it at all. It For lasts sure. longer, though. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I should do? On our Instagram post, I should put a bunch of the pumpkins that we did over the years. Because we've been... I'm pretty sure we've carved a pumpkin every year since we've been dating. I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Maybe there was a year or two, but maybe that's what I'll do. I'll put, like, a collage of all our pumpkins. 
Don't judge too harsh. Your fish one last year was really cool, though. I thought so. Then I posted it on Facebook, and of course, Toxic Facebook was like, I've seen better. Oh my gosh, people <laughs> need to chill. Um, but that was our Halloween-themed question and answers. I love stuff like this. I think it's just fun to get on tangents, and we'll definitely have to do more of these where we can just talk about whatever. Well, there know? we go. Well, but... hoping that everybody's having a festive October. October. Just kidding. Um, go over to our Instagram though and let us know some fun things you're doing this October or your favorite Halloween movie to watch or what you're gonna be for Halloween. Just let us know. Well, thanks for being here and we will see you next Tuesday. See them? You'll we'll, see them? You'll hear us next Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Now we sound, you Catch know, you later. conceited. You'll hear us, you know, because that's You know, if a... I could hear everybody else, that'd be so cool to get on here and just be able to talk to a bunch of people and be like, ask these questions and hear other people's answers. That'd be so freaking cool. Oh, my gosh. I'd be like, all right, guys. So, it, Jeremy, stop talking. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm going to mute your mic. It'd be everybody talking over each oh, other. Oh, yeah. There's no way. That'd be so fun to edit. Like, have, like, seven different tracks. Of course. Man, it's the third time that's happened. This is what happens when you record in a closet, you know? Yep. Stuck in the closet. Stop moving your arms. Just kidding. But anyway, thanks for being here, and... May I say it now? Cue outro music. <laughs> <laughs>